Welcome to Front Range Facts. This is Anthony Meisner. And this is Jim Marion. We're going to bring you our Colorado market update for the month of July. Yeah, let's get into the details here. We wanted to show you a couple of slides from Showing Time right now. And, you know, Showing Time is the company that organizes and uh, handles most of the logistics for showings. So they uh, are able to really track the showing activity. And since showing activity is usually a precursor of sales by about, I don't know, 90 days or so, uh, you get uh, some pretty good insights into where the market's headed. So what are we seeing right here, Anthony? Well, nationally, things look pretty good, right? I mean, mm -hmm. we have a lot of showing traffic, but in our Western region here, we're almost half. Yeah. I mean, obviously we felt the slowdown, you know, midway through last year, and you can really see it fall off on that graph, but it fell off mostly nationally too, right? But we just haven't really recovered too much. And I think it's important to see that because the, the U.S. economy is kind of tracking differently than our region and our area. And that's where they're making all the decisions, right? Is they're making them nationally. So just understanding the difference and just how much you know more resilient maybe this area might be. You know, a lot more people sitting still. Yeah, and the price you know is uh, you know higher in the West overall. So of I think course, you know right. the interest rates being so high is definitely muting everybody's demand a little bit. So I think that's some of the market factors at play here. And then transitioning over to this next slide that Showing Times got, Anthony, this is that uh, what was originally the kind of their COVID activity tracker, yep. where you start every year with uh, January 1st, and then you compare it with like the activity looking back the, pa the year, past year to how much of a difference in changes occurred. Well, I mean, you can really see that, you know, when things started to fall off a year ago, right, you could see dramatic reductions in showing activity. Mm -hmm. I think the key is that, you know, this year versus uh, what is that last year or two years ago? We're right. We're pretty on track with 2021 for yeah, consistency and yeah. seasonality, yeah. but we've had pretty stable showing traffic from basically June 1st all the way through now. And it generally seasonally trends down a little bit more. So I think you've got a consistent pool of people buying and they're consistently getting back in the market, but it's slow, right? Mm -hmm. It's just a muted response from where we were before. Obviously, we're nowhere near those peaks in the pandemic. But I think the nice thing is we're definitely not in the valley we were a year ago. Yeah, so I think yeah, starting yeah. to see that transition has been really helpful. I think you raise a good point, too. Like, you know, just looking at kind of what last year was, a lot of people were full-blown, hey, I'm having a really good summer vacation. I'm going out of town for extra long because we haven't done anything in years because of the pandemic. And so we did see a pretty good drop-off in that summer activity in some ways. And now it, it seems like there's a little bit less this year. Maybe people have blown all their extra money. The interest rates are high. They're staying home a little bit more. Yeah, so they took uh, their credit card vacations by. earlier this year. And <laughs> now they're time to go buy a new house and pay those credit cards off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so then the, this is kind of the overview of the single family market. You know, where are we with stats? Well, you know, new listings are down almost 24 percent and the pendings under contract five and a half percent down and are solds, of course, because those other activities lead to that are down almost 21 percent. Right, Anthony? Yeah, absolutely. The nice thing is we just did our national update a little while ago and that uh, national update showed a bigger drop in sales than what we have here locally. So we still have a more vibrant you know, situation than they do nationally. The average sales price is flat this month, mm -hmm. year over year. It's nice to finally see some of those stabilize out a little bit. You know, I think you're going to see a healthy last couple of quarters this year, and that's going to really put us in a good position. The only other thing I wanted to point out here is our month supply of inventory at the very bottom there, 2.3 months of inventory statewide. It's up only 21% from this time last year. Mm -hmm but the actual units of inventory is down by 10%. So yeah. we actually have less inventory on the market. We just have less buyers out there. So mm -hmm. it's going to take a little bit longer for them to sell, but it's still a very strong seller's market. Yeah. And, you know, compared to the national market where there's three months of inventory, we're at 2.3. So, you know, we just have a very tight inventory market here locally. 
townhouse condo is not even remotely the same. <laughs> I shouldn't say that, you know, it's had some more extreme changes, yeah. right? You look at that month supply of inventory, it's very in line with where detached is, but it had a lot longer to go. Mm -hmm. You know, we have 40% increase in month supply, but active units are just a little bit up. So I think that's good. The big difference though, is that average sales price is down 8% in the townhouse condo markets. Mm -hmm. And, you know, pending under contracts are pretty well flat from this time last year. Yeah, you know, usually you have more price sensitivity in the townhome and condo market. Yeah. And usually that's why they say, you know, condos are, you know, a really good barometer for the market shifts because that's when demand usually drops in condos for as first before it spreads to townhomes and to single family. Yeah, and I think in Colorado specifically, you're seeing, actually seeing people move into more of those attached markets when they're getting pressed for price. Mm -hmm. So that's why you're not seeing this just fall off a cliff like you did in some of the markets and detached. I mean, specifically in Boulder County, we actually had an increase in the townhouse condo sales for a while mm -hmm. because the cost of money was so high that you know people might be moving back to the more urban areas rather than that suburban sprawl that they were doing during the pandemic. You just have you have a really big shift of people's mindset behavior again. So and you know only two months of inventory too so very very tight supply absolutely sure. yeah. all right so let's go to the next one let's take a look at this pendings and under contracts i love this chart because i really like to see the historical data mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. i mean our under contracts are absolutely muted this year we're at the peak of the market for the year in that you know may june time frame where that's kind of the top of those hills well nationally we saw about a million units less for the year than we were, you know, pre-pandemic levels. Here we are in Colorado where we've really seen that, you know, shift as well. That 20% drop may have been off of last year, but it's really put us below what we've seen for the last decade. Yeah, yeah. And we've got, you know, basically, you know, year to date uh, for single family, pendings and under contracts is, is down about 14,000 total, you know, so that's a, that's a pretty a good lot. amount, you know, for sure. And so we're just continuing to see those effects of the high interest rates kind of muting every uh, activity on the market. And so it's impacting every sale price a little bit too, Anthony, isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely affected our average sales price quite a bit. You know, we chased prices down from about June last year, all the way through at least January this year. We've seen some substantial increases in the average sales price of single family homes. Now it looks like on a state level, those townhouse condos have really stayed stagnant, right? They haven't been increasing at those same rates. With that spread getting bigger and bigger again, though, you would expect them to kind of turn a corner here at some point. I mean, they're not going to continue to drop while detached single-family homes continue to rise in price. So I think that, that the spread between the two got really exaggerated during COVID. You're going to see them start to come back together at some point. In a lot of the local markets, you've already seen that start to happen. So statewide, you know, it's bound to catch up to the way that the rest of the front range is doing. Yeah. Okay. And then looking over at uh, percent of list price received, you know, we're talking just a matter of a few points up or down. Typically, in most times, it's not as dramatic or as fun as like the hundred and eight percent over asking price we were seeing a year and a half ago. Fun. Yeah, I know. It's chaotic, still, yeah, 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 yeah. Unicorns and chaos, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, you know, Anthony, where are we at right now? That is about what, like one percent off of uh, list price or so. Yeah, I mean, we're basically at 100% list of sale price. And that being said, this is the peak of the year. So we usually, actually usually, over the course of the last decade, we were a little bit above that at the peak of the market. Expect that this is the top of that seasonality range, though. So you're going to start to see a trend down for the rest of the year. But when I say trend down, I don't mean like, you know, you're going to start taking discounts, yeah. right? We're talking, you know, 99%, 99.5%. It takes a long time. And then all the way through that January, December timeline where, 
you know, we see the bottom of the saddle and there's usually not that big of a shift. And I think the one thing to point out to people is, you know, this is a little bit of a deceptive statistic because this doesn't take into account if somebody has improved their price, right? So that's- well, It doesn't take into account seller concessions either. Correct, yeah. So it is a little yeah. bit deceiving, but it does tell us that we got out of the extreme, those chaotic markets, we're returning to more normalized yeah. seasonality. And I think that's a really big, important part as a buyer or seller is, you just got to remember, you know, what was real estate like when you bought your house a decade ago, Yeah. right? It might feel more like that. Yeah. I think like if you did factor in concessions, if you did factor in that people maybe dropped their price before they got to then this, the price that they got a strike on it, it probably adds another percent down, you know, on, as far as mm -hmm. a percent of list price. Oh, for sure. And so then days on market until sale, it's growing. But, you know, again, like as you just saw with the condo townhome market, when you saw the single family market, we're so low with days on market anyways that, you know, seeing these kind of jumps is really essentially irrelevant in a lot of ways. Yeah. You know, when you see it go from 23 to 37, right? Not that big of a deal or, you know, we're, we're trending down. This is the bottom of the year. So this is the fastest part of the market yeah. in that January or June timeframe. Right. And then it trends all the way back up till January, like we saw last year. Mm -hmm. So the big difference is you look at the history, right? we are in a very fast market. Yeah. So I think it's important to know that, right? If you're out there shopping, you do have to act fast. There may not be a lot of buyers, but the people out there shopping are serious. So, yeah. you know, you don't have to go out first weekend and put something under a contract, but if there definitely will be stuff sitting on the market so you can negotiate that way, but there's just a lot going on. The nuances are really important to understand. And it's just gonna continue to be fast if we have no inventory, right? Yeah. Low inventory means faster paced markets, no matter how many buyers are out there. And historically, a balanced market is about 180 days uh, until sale. Right. So, and you know, we were like that back in like 2010 was the last time we were. And so here you're seeing something that's still extremely favorable for sellers. That's why they are able to maintain kind of the, that higher price that they achieved through the growth of the pandemic or the post-pandemic unicorn years. Um, <laughs> exactly. uh, but, you know, uh, you know, that's what that resiliency essentially is showing because it still is, you know, moving at a pretty good clip. All right. So inventory of active listings, you know, we have seen it rise a little bit seasonally. It's rising much slower than it did a year ago, even much slower than it has for a while. But we are going to see more inventory come on the market. It's just not as well normal as it would have been in years past. So that's because we have this huge reduction in sellers coming to market, right? 20% drop in yeah. new listings every month, even though we have a reduced amount of buyers out there. Sellers just are also kind of sitting on their hands a little bit because they got those golden handcuffs with the interest rates. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Well, thanks very much for joining us again. I'm Jim Marion, realtor here at Coldwell Banker. You can always give me a call at 303-548-0243, or you can shoot me an email to jim at ourcoloradohomes.com. I'm Anthony Meiser with Land Title. You can always get a hold of me as well. 303-968-9868 or meisner at ltgc.com. Have a good one and uh, keep an eye out for our local uh, you know, market update next. Thank you.